Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. I'm hoping everyone is having a good day today. Uh, it is Tuesday, and the market seems to be rebounding. And that's very interesting because, um, hey, uh, when the market rebounds, there's, there's opportunities. And uh, that's sort of kind of the way it's uh, looking. So uh, without further ado, let's get into slides and, uh, yeah, go from there. Um, basically, the market is still in correction, and that's the important thing to to note here. Uh, it's it's still in correction, so the overall trend of the market is down. But uh, it looks as if we may be in a what they call a relief rally. These are basically happen as the stock moves down, it will move back up. We've uh, in this current downtrend, uh, this would be I think the second relief rally. Um, but it is looking like we are possibly moving lower. So, um, you know, uh, even even though we are moving lower, there are some opportunities out there, and I kind of wanted to kind of share some with with uh, with with you. Um, here we go. Basically, the question is, you know, the stock market did rally today. It started off strong, pulled back a couple of times. Uh, but then it's been strengthening. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, the Dow rose uh, 1.3%. Um, and also the S&P uh, moved up about 2%. The NASDAQ, 2.8%. And the, and the Russell, 2003.1%. So this is starting to look like we're starting to see potentially uh, the beginning of a sort of a move here. Um, I'm just going to go over here on the charts to the 10-minute chart, kind of give you see, see kind of how it traded today. It did move up. I mean, here we go. We, we, were, uh, we started the day. We pulled back strongly. Then we moved up, pulled back again, but we ended up higher. And that's very, very significant because, um, be, and because we moved, uh, moved higher, there is a chance that we're going to get a relief rally. Now, the reason, you know, right now the economic uh, optimism is looking very, very poor. As you can see, this is the most current chart up through May, through the end of May, on the economic um, optimism. And it's basically, as you can see, it's pretty much moving down from, you know, from last year. From, from, from uh, This is basically a year. It moved up initially and then down and then down and then it popped up a little bit in um, April and then down again in May. So basically the, the overall tenor of the market is still negative. But what happens sometimes is when you get to these these inflection points, you get these you get these uh, you get you get these movements uh, potentially, um, you know, potentially uh, potentially uh, up. Now, a relief rally typically lasts from about two to four, two to six weeks. Um, and so what I've been doing is I've been moving in from my cash positions into some, you know, more, uh, it, it finally into some long stocks. Now, yesterday we talked a little bit about um, uh, CVX. This, of course, is Chevron. And uh, we did, this was an actionable stock yesterday. Uh, I did go into it. I have the three full positions in this one currently. It was up again today. Uh, this is the third day that it's sort of been moving moving higher. One of the things I think it is still actionable here, uh, it does have a EPS rating 77, 
The group strength is very strong. It's got an A rating on the SMR uh, and the composite rating. And this is the most critical thing. The composite rating here is a uh, 99. So typically where we're seeing the, the, the power in this movement is in the uh, we're, we're seeing the we're seeing the power in the movement in the in the oil stocks. So even though you know this is a relief rally, I think we've got to be careful in where we look for strength. And uh, oil is definitely for uh, definitely seeing the strength. Now I do have another stock for you that is viable. Now I did buy this one today as well. Similar kind of setup as um, similar kind of setup as Chevron. Uh, this one is Valero. They're a big, they're a big, um, uh, they're, they're a big uh, refiner. They do have a lot of stations here. Uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit weaker than Chevron, but still extremely strong. The PE ratio on this one is 20, which makes it pretty, pretty strong. The return on equity about six percent, but the cash flow is very strong, uh, eight dollars and forty-three. So we're starting to see movement and trending up on these kind of stock. So just kind of wanted to put that out there, uh, you know, for everyone. Basically, this is currently what I'm holding long. Uh, Chevron, of course, that was up today again. I'm also owning, uh, I, I, I did start buying this one on Friday, Flex LNG. That's up slightly. Mosaic. Mosaic, this one is a fertilizer company. It seems to be moving well as well. It's up about 4% today. And then, of course, the new buy for Falero. Now, up until very recently, I was basically net short. I was either in cash or I was short some of the, um, you know, I, I was I was short using using options. Um, now, in my in, in, in my short portfolio, here's what I've got. Walt Disney, Boeing, Salesforce and Netflix. And if you'll notice very carefully. The three, Walt Disney, Boeing and Netflix, they're all up today. So I did lose a little bit of a ground there. Uh, Salesforce was down, and I think this is starting to shape up possibly as a as a better short. But uh, just kind of giving you a look-see in terms of where that's at. If you look at the the um, the the, um, uh, the scoreboard here uh, for the shorts that we have out currently, um, this is kind of where they're coming in. Boeing, it's a it's a bear put spread. We're up about 4.43 in this one. A little bit of a decline from yesterday. Uh, Salesforce, of course, we talked about a little bit of that one. That's looking nice, up about 250. Um, we we were we've been in that one since the second of uh, of of, um, of May, uh, and then we're down a little bit on Disney. We're under. We're we're down about 133 in this one. I do I do have a feeling that once uh, you know we we will get another pullback, and hopefully this will come back in. Uh, as well, but Disney is down, and also Netflix is down. So you know, obviously today was an up day. So uh, I have I have been primarily in some of the um, uh, you know some of the, some of the other uh, on these on these shorts. I've been um, you know I've been on some of these Dow stocks. Just giving you an idea of the heat map of one of the stocks that we did um, uh, that that we that we are shorting. That is Boeing. It closed today 132.05, and that would give us approximate value of this spread trade at about 443. Since we opened, we uh, we opened our entry cost here was 445. We're up uh, uh, about 443. The maximum that we can get out of this trade is about 
565. So we may be, depending on how it how it how it racks up today, we may be closing this one out early. We don't know, but uh, if we could hold it, we could hold it a little bit longer, uh, or just take the profits now and sort of start moving our portfolio around a little bit. Also on Salesforce, this one's starting to look good as it as Salesforce becomes weaker. This one also looks good. It closed today at 163. That was the price of the stock. And as the stock moves lower, this one also improves in terms of uh, profitability. Uh, the maximum return on this one basically uh, is about is 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 rated at uh, basically 225. So we probably will close this one early. It's showing it, it it's worth a little bit more than it should be. Uh, so the fair value here is uh, is is definitely up. The interesting thing about this one, you know, as it moves closer uh, to the expiry, we will probably we'll probably close that one early as well. So um, just want to get into several few several things before we get into the questions uh, for everyone. By the way, we have a new heat map up. Uh, this is uh, this is on our uh, site, and it's easy to get access to this one. This is great, actually. Uh, this shows you where the strength is in the market. I'm going to be reviewing that in a few minutes, but uh, just so you can get access to that site, super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and uh, you know just uh, uh, scroll on. It's a it's a button. Just push that button, first and last name and email address, and then you'll be able to take a look at the heat map. And I'll show you that to you in just a second. It's really good. It shows. You know where the strength of the market. We the market is is starting to strengthen, but it's really strengthened primarily in the oil and gas areas. So, be careful in any new buys that you make. Try to you know try to make them in some of the oil and gas areas. Um, again, you know we have two stocks, of course, that uh, that are ready that are set up very nicely. If you want to kind of put your toe back in the water, I know I've been largely in cash. And this this relief rally probably should last about two to six weeks. That's what I'm predicting. And uh, the two stocks that really seem to be working the best right now, one of course is the is CVX. That's that Chevron. Uh, it closed at 174.03. And then the second one, very similar stock, but also very good. And this is Valero VLO. And this one is looking pretty good too uh, as well. So these are both actionable. Uh, right now uh, as we speak. Now, for the last kind of thing I want to give you a look-see at is the um, look at the kind of the new, the stocks that you kind of want to start building your watch list here. This is an area where you can possibly get some real uh, interesting, uh, you know, inter interesting stocks. Now, I want to kind of show you the, the, the stocks that I have been putting together here. This is um, this is stocks at their new highs. So these are these are actually potentially actionable stocks. Now not all of these are actionable, but these are all very high very high composite rating stocks. Of course, most of these are in the energy area. This Synvus Energy. Of course, I'm owner of of Chevron, Devon Energy. This is also a DVN. This is also an oil stock. Dino. This is another oil stock. This is Sinclair. Uh, interesting stock Hess, HES. This is again another, another, um, an, an, another oil stock. Marathon Petroleum, Murphy. These are all oil stocks. Oxy. Uh, now, interestingly enough, non, 
um, non uh, uh, oil stocks in this. One is Pilgrim's Pride, PPC. This is, of course, a large producer of poultry. And as you know, because of rising prices, inflation, this should do very, very well. RCM Technologies, uh, Golden Ocean, this is a shipper. This basically ships um, uh, 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 freight. This is one of the only areas that's doing really well. This is the ocean transportation area. Goggle, G-O-G-L, not Google, but Goggle. Uh, this one you might want to look at as well. It's a $15 stock, but it's very strong. Mark, uh, if, if you want to, on the, the, there are starting to, starting to see some action in some of the, um, some of the pharma stocks. Merck, of course, is set up very nicely. It's a 98 relative uh, composite rating. It's a relatively expensive stock at 93, but it's a good company, very highly rated. Philip 66, this is another, of course, um, this is another, of course, uh, oil and gas stock. Also, this Rat, um, Rattler Midstream, that's another energy stock. So you can see overall the, the, um, the action here is primarily in some of the some of the stocks from the oil and gas sector. So that's an important area to be looking for stocks uh, right now. It's, uh, it, it, is, it is producing many of the best setups right now. All right, so let's get to some questions. Thank you for holding on. Jay is the first one up. Jim, bull trap, <laughs> scared to enter. Boy, I tell you what, you are right. Um, they didn't move much after Powell's comments. You're absolutely right on this one. Um, I do think it's a little bit of a, you know, you got to be careful. I do think it's a little bit of a bull trap. I agree with you there. The only thing is we're, I think we're in a relief rally here. And, you know, I think we're in a re relief rally. We want to show you the, the chart here for, um, I want to show you the chart for the NASDAQ composite. We can't, we've come all the way down here. We almost tested 11,000. And now we're starting to make a move up. We're at the 10-day line on this. Now, why is that important? Of course, that is showing that it is it is making a move. Uh, I do think, though, we may get a bounce here. And I uh, and I think we could bounce, you know, we, we could easily, easily bounce here um, in the last re relief rally. See, what I mean by relief rally is as it's been coming, as, as the... Um, as, as the market has been coming down, it will come to these points, these inflection points, where it will bounce. And you can see the last one here was in March. It was basically the first week of March. The bounce was about, uh, for a period of about two weeks, okay? About two weeks is in there. And then we came down again. And I do believe that we may have another relief rally. About two weeks, that's what I'm predicting on up to about this 1300. This is on the NASDAQ composite here. So that's kind of what I'm looking at in terms of, um, you know, in, in, in terms of terms of it coming to that kind of that level. So I, I think that, you know, it'll depend on how it trades tomorrow. But um, I do believe that we're looking at potentially a, um, a bounce here. I think. I think on the Nasdaq we're going to bounce up to about this 1300 level. Currently, the Nasdaq composite is uh, is at about 11984. So we are, you know, we're making some progress up to this 1200. But I do think it's going to bounce up 
uh, one more kind of click up here to about this 1300 level. Now, of course, you know, you can't, nothing, nothing is for sure, but the typically the way these work is that uh, the stock is trending lower. I mean, the, 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 the markets is trending lower Then you got a relief rally. This one lasted about two weeks. This is approximately what they, they, they last two to four weeks. And then we started the, 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 the movement lower again, and we're going to come out probably to about 1300, I figure. And then we may, take another leg lower, unfortunately. Um, let's take a look at the spider because that's going to tell us. Now, the spider, SPY, this is the ETF that covers the, um, the this is the this is the ETF that covers the um, S&P 500. So all the all the stocks that are in the S&P 500 are in the spider, but this is an ETF that tracks the entire index. So if this is a good one to look at as a proxy for kind of the overall market. So hopefully we'll get the spider. There we go. Now, if you'll notice on on that chart, um, we're seeing a little bit of a deeper, um, we're, see, we're seeing a little bit of a deeper movement and it's starting to move um, move up now as well. So. Here's the thing that you, you're, you're, you're looking at. Now, this is not quite the same as with on the NASDAQ, but you can see we had this leg down, then this relief rally, and then we have another leg down, and I do believe we're going to get another relief rally here. My guess is it's going to, it's going to probably, uh, it's, it's probably going to rally on the, on the, on the S&P in the next two weeks to about 420. That's my guess, but you know, we could, we could all, we could be all wet on that. So we just, we don't know, but I do think that we're going to get a short lived rally and that's going to probably last between two and four weeks. I'm anticipating on the spider uh, SPY it moving up to about 420. Currently the spider is at 409 and uh, it is up uh, on the day, and it is up after hours. So that's something that you definitely want to 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 kind of be be careful with. So not a great time to short right now. Not not the not the best time. Not the time best time to short the market. Even though I do have shorts out there, I'm not I'm not opening any other shorts. Now, if you want to go long during this period, and I don't think it's going to last that long. I think it's going to give us a window about two to four weeks. And I think the place to be is in the strongest areas of the market. And I've currently put them at basically the energy area. These are the ones with the, the highest composite rating. Again, I've been loading up on Chevron. Uh, Valero is not in the list, but it's essentially in the group. Uh, and I think that's looking very good. The part of the problem with Valero, even though I did buy it, I didn't buy it at a proper buy point. So that's why it's not in this list. I also think that American company is actionable as well, possibly Philip 66. So I wanted to kind of show you that. Now, here's the thing. When you buy stocks like this, you need to put your stop loss in, preferably 7% below where you bought it. And then as, the, as, as it moves forward, just push that stop loss up. And if you get a pullback, you won't be. You won't be killed. Now, great. This is a great question. Thank you so much, Matt. And this is about uh, Walmart. And of course, everybody knows. And this is uh, this is why it is dangerous in this market. This is a, just a dangerous market all the way around. Uh, with Walmart, we're seeing essentially 
um, a, 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 tr a total fall off. And this is this is primarily due to, you know, the realization, I think, that the market is coming to that we are in a situation where, um, you know, we are we are in a situation where we could see a lot of damage in this stock. And, 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 and this thing just fell off the cliff. I mean, it went from basically 145 all the way down. This is on earnings. By the way, everybody, this is one of the reasons why I always recommend if you're not up 10% on the stock going into earnings, it's a good idea to, to reduce your or eliminate your position. I usually cut my position and I take a profit there. And the reason I do this is because earnings can be can, earnings can happen like this. Walmart is a, you know, Walmart is a no fly by night company. It's a huge company, but yet they missed. And boy, it the market punished them. I suspect that this is going to happen with other retail companies. Why? Because people just don't have as much money in their pockets. Things are more expensive, even at Walmart, uh, because of the oil prices. Remember, everything that's delivered to Walmart goes on a truck. And those that, that diesel, the price of diesel is over $5.70, and it's affecting everything. And so that's part of the reason why you're going to see lower, I think, lower sales in retail. So you got to be very selective about stocks that you're going long on now. I'm really, really only looking on absolutely, you know, the best, the strongest stocks that I can find. And that's mostly in that's mostly in the oil and gas sector. That's mostly in the oil and gas sector is where I'm going. Now, to answer your question about shorting Walmart, I would not short Walmart here. And the reason I wouldn't short Walmart is because of this snapback rally. This We're going to have, probably for the next two weeks or so, we're going to have a little bit of a rally. It's called a relief rally. You know, stocks never go down on a straight line. They will come down, they'll bounce, and they'll come down again. I think we're going to get a bounce here, but I would not buy I would not buy Walmart long or short. I just would avoid it altogether right now. It's just too tough to um, to trade it. What I would do, though, is if you do want to put your put your toe in the market, I've been out largely. Most of my positions have been cash. They still are. But I am starting to buy, and I'm starting to buy in very specific areas. One, of course, is the oil and gas area, and the other one is fertilizer, which is is doing is doing pretty well. So I would not short Walmart here. So, But that's interesting. Okay, I'm long the SQQQ 5440. Think I should cut? Yes, I do. And the reason is because we're starting to get a reversal here. Uh, this is a very good question. By the way, for everybody, um, I don't know if you know this, but the SQQQ is a vehicle that allows you to go against the QQQ. It, it's a, it allows you to short the, the QQQ. Now, why would you have such an ETF? Well, the reason is many people trade in uh, uh, IRA accounts that do not allow them to short. So the SQQQ allows you to do that. Now, that said, the way the SQQQ is set up is it's all in short-term instruments, and it's a it's a 2x, I mean, it's a two times of what the, the S&P is supposedly doing. So here's the thing. As you can see, it's starting to move down. And this is why you should shut this one immediately, because we are starting to see a reversal on the entire market. Now, this reversal won't last probably all that long, but um, but right now, 
we have a, um, uh, so I would close uh, the SQQQ position. And the, and, and, the, and the reason I would do this, of course, is because we're going to get a relief rally, probably not for that long. I don't think it's going to be longer, any longer than about two weeks uh, or possibly four weeks. But, but you don't want to be short the queues right now. You want to be long the queues. I closed. I had a short on the QQQ that I, that, that I had done. It's a bear put spread on the queues. I closed that one this morning. Why? Because in this relief rally, you know, I could get hurt there. So I closed it. So basically, I don't think you want to be in the SQQQs right now. Uh, and, but let's wait. Close, the, close it. Wait, see. You're looking at about two weeks, maybe four weeks. I think it will turn lower. But right now, no, I would, no way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing that. By the way, if you're looking on TikTok, what I'm doing is I'm showing you a live feed of the um, of the um, uh, of the YouTube feed. We show all the charts on the YouTube feed, and uh, so so this is a way you could kind of take a look. But this is the way I'm trying to show you what. Uh, I'm trading right now in the market. All right, so let's go to the next question. Thank you very, very much, everybody. Um, okay, oh, thanks, Wayne. I hope Rhode Island is doing well. hope the weather's there. It's nice. It's so nice at this time of year in, in, in New England. Um, I really like it. kind of wish I was there. All right, let's look at Ford. Thanks, Alberto. Appreciate that question. The automobile manufacturers have not been doing very well. Uh, there's been a uh, sort of a sell-off in uh, Tesla. That's really the, that's really the position that dominates in the automotive sector. But right now, we just don't have a good look, uh, and this is just due to the, you know due to a lot of things. Um, you know, I don't see the market moving uh, at least for the the remainder of the year. I think that you know, I think Ford's going to remain weak. I really do because here's the thing. As you know, as it's moved lower, there's a lot of people that bought out of this out of this base on the way up, and they have shares that they need to sell. So, anytime it rallies, anytime this rallies, people are going to be selling. And remember, we're in an overall downward trend, downward trending market. Even though we have a relief rally going, probably for the next two to four weeks, I suspect there's going to be a relief rally, but the overall trend of the market is down. So this. Unfortunately, is down. Notice also, and notice very carefully, that the stock here is below that 200-day line. You don't really want to buy in a downward trending market. You don't want to blow buy below that line. It's just not a good idea. So here's the thing, Alberto. I, if you are down, and I, you know, and I hate to always bring this up, but if you're down more than seven percent on the stock, I think that you know it's really kind of a good idea to close your position and get into a area of the market if you want to go buy anything that is trending higher. And right now, unfortunately, the market uh, for autos is trending down. So also, I think we need to take a look at Tesla because this is what's really driving uh, everything here. But uh, Tesla, T-S-L-A, of course, is, you know, the electric car company. And uh, well, I shouldn't say it's not, they're not the only ones, but uh, as you can see, it's also making this trend down. You know, we've got a downward trend on this as well. I do think that we're going to see it. It did bounce today a little bit. Tesla bounced a little bit today, 
but I do think that we're going to see it touch 600 very, you know, probably within summer. I think by, by at least in the next, I think in the next 30 to 60 days, I think we're looking at potentially uh, Tesla moving, you know, to the 600 level where I think it will get some support. But right now, uh, you know, it's the whole, the, the, the whole, uh, uh, you know, all of the, the stocks that are in of the automotive sector are moving lower. So not a good place to be. Again, you don't want, there's only certain parts of the market that are really benefiting. One of the areas, of course, is the oil and gas area uh, and also the fertilizer area, believe it or not. And some of the drug companies now are starting to come on. America's set up pretty well, but I wouldn't be in Ford right now. It's just too, it's just, it's just too, uh, it's just not that good uh, right now. So just, just one of those things that's really tough to, to trade. <laughs> Thoughts on Tesla. Uh, can I buy it now? Absolutely not. I would not buy Tesla here. Please don't buy it because I think it's likely to go to 600. Right now, it's it's getting some support at the at about the, um, you know, at, at about the 680 level. Uh, but I think it could easily go lower because the trend is downward. So here's the thing. Uh, you know, I know that, you know, it's the FOMO, but you don't want to get and in, in, in you don't want to get that too much in that. So uh, don't buy Tesla. <laughs> don't buy um, Tesla here. Just just don't. Uh, it's going to move lower. And I think until we get a bounce, you never want to buy. Um, you, you, you never you never want to buy a stock as it's moving lower. And right now, uh, Tesla is moving lower. So. Here's the thing, uh, I just um, uh, I just would not. Oops, I, I would just not buy Tesla here. It's just I think we're going to go lower. I think possibly we're going to get some support at 600, but don't buy it now. I think we're at least 150 away. So just be really careful. But I don't think it's a good time to be buying Tesla. I just don't. Uh, it's uh, it's it's not. We have a question from uh, TikTok. Thank you. What's your view on Upstart? Uh, and that uh, is U-P-S-T. That's the symbol for, for Upstart. Let's take a quick look at it and see kind of what's going on there uh, with that issue. All right. I'm going to switch over here and let's see. All right. So I wouldn't buy Tesla here. And if you're going to look at a stock, this is the, this is the chart of upstart holdings and uh it's a pretty bad chart i mean we did get a bounce we did it what they call it we did get it what they call a dead cat bounce as you can see we had it come all the way down boom it dead catted up and it's coming up here a little bit there was on monday there was a little bit of a rally in some of these stocks but but look at this stock it's 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 done spectacularly poorly uh basically back here it was 401 dollars that was back in October, if you can see. And now it's only, it's just a little bit more than a tenth. So you've lost 90% in the stock. So here's the thing, not a good place to buy this one. Some stocks will never come back. You don't want to be in this one uh, if you can avoid it. Uh, if I was in this one, I would be a seller here. Remember, and this is always, always the, this is, this is the golden rule. You always want to set your stop loss. When you buy anything, you always want to set that stop loss 7% below where you're, where you got. So don't let it get away from you. 
the hardest thing to gain back is capital. So always set your stop loss 7% down. I use this just, you know, this is a rule that I just, until I started doing this, I always had trouble with losses. Here's the thing. You don't want to be in the stock. So, uh, you know, I just, I can't recommend it for anything. Uh, so, you know, upstart, um, you know, uh, you know, UPST uh, has lost 90% of its value. And that's why you use a stop loss because, um, you know, that, that's, that's, that's why you always use a stop loss because if you, if, if you, if you, um, if, if, if you, if you use a stop loss, there's a chance that you're going to be able to recover from, um, from a downtrend like this, but upstarts lost 90% of, the, of, of it. It's the stocks that worked before are not working now. Just not a good time to be in upstart. <coughs> I can't, re- I can't say this any, um, anymore, but, uh, you know, I, uh, just not a good time, not a good time for upstart. If you've lost 7%, cut your losses. That's the most important thing to do. I know it's not easy. Um, I'm not saying it's easy, but until I, until I learned this lesson investing, I was, I lost capital all the time. So please, please, please. If you're down more than 7% on a stock like upstart, please cut your losses. I think it's a way to go. All right, uh, here's a question from G- Yellow. This is a yellow line. This is a trucking company, uh, Y-E-L-L. And let's take a look at Yellow uh, here to see kind of what the deal is. All right, up start. It's Yellow. Uh, and, and Yellow is, you know, it's a, it's a very significant trucking company. Unfortunately, not all the transportation truck companies are equal. This one has been in this kind of this death uh, spiral, uh, it has been moving lower quite quite significantly. Now, here's one thing I want to show you in chart reading. This is kind of like chart reading 101. When you, this red line here is the 50-day moving average, and the uh, the black line here is the 200-day moving average. When the 50-day moves below the 200-day, this is called the death cross, and this shows weakness in the issue. Now. If this were to come back up and move above that line, that 200-day moving average, that would show strength. But right now, very weak stock. Uh, it's got a 12 relative strength. I mean, it is making a little bit of a dead cat bounce, kind of coming down and then, you know, trying to trying to come up to that 21-day line and getting rejected. So I can't recommend this one. Uh, I, I can't recommend this one at this price. I just don't think it's strong enough. And uh, not necessarily a good stock to to be in. All right, I've lost sixty percent stock. Okay, it's very important if you've lost that much, sell because a lot of times these never come back. All right, what's your opinion about BHVN? Let's look at it and take a look. BHVN. Uh, right now, it's much more difficult to make money in the stock market than it was last year because of the situation with, um, you know, with, with the stimulus. Um, so this is the pharma area. This is, by the way, there are more stocks in the, uh, in this area than practically any other area in the market, but I don't like it. And I'll tell you why I don't like it. 
look, it's trading below that. Um, it's, it's, it's trading below the 50 day line. Really nothing good happens below that line. You don't want to, uh, I would reject this one. Here's the thing though, uh, Merck, if you're looking for a pharma, if you're looking for some pharma exposure, MRK is definitely one you want to look at. I know it's, 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 it's very boring. It's big, but I think in this kind of environment, this is the kind of chart pattern that you want to see. You want to see a higher high. See, this is the, the this is the this is the higher high here. You can see. See, I did a bull call spread here, and I, I rode this up, and then I I bailed, and then now I'm getting ready to once again do probably a bull call spread on this one. I don't know. It's a relatively short time frame, and probably only about four weeks is going to be. But uh, this is definitely viable right here. Look at this 8948. This is looking good. This is the kind of stock you should be buying and not the other pharmas because this one will, will do well and it does have the right chart pattern. So very, very important that you look for the right chart pattern. Right now, uh, this is going to a higher high. This is Merck, M-R-K is the symbol on that one. So this one is set up very nicely. Um, so, you know, uh, M-R-K is set up. Um, so, so that's, you know, so that's also one of the things you want to, oops, that's, that's, uh, didn't put it right there. Um, uh, let's see if I can get the right. Yeah. MRK is set up nicely. So, uh, you can, you can definitely, you know, this is definitely viable. Let's look at the, uh, let's look at the checklist on Merck. Uh, this is another thing that I think really, really is strong. You've got, it's passing on everything. And the pattern recognition says that it's basically, uh, it's 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 basically within a five percent of the pivot. Boy, that's a good place to buy it. Now, this is not an ideal market to buy in. Uh, this is not an ideal market to buy in. But if you want to be in the pharma, you want to be in something that is very strong. And I think Merck is the strong one uh, here. So right now, uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. Thanks, Mark. Rhode Island's beautiful day. Yeah, I love it. By the way, if you've, if if anybody out there that's watching the show has been to Rhode Island during the early summer, it is one of the most beautiful places that you'll ever go. I, I just, it's so beautiful, um, especially you know the ocean drive around Newport. So very very beautiful. But thanks for that, Wayne. Appreciate it. Um, all right, Zim reports tomorrow. Do you like shipping very high dividends? You know, I am just so worried about these high dividends. Not worried. I mean, I think Zim is a great company, but here's the thing. Zim, you know, these guys are printing money right now, but uh, I, I wouldn't buy it before the, or, I mean, obviously we can't buy it before the earnings because it's five o'clock, but uh, I would, I would, I possibly look to buy this after the earnings, but I just want some confirmation that it's not, it's not going to be one and done. It's not going to be like, you know, here, here it is with the great um, earnings and then and then and then not so much but see it, it stumbled a little bit this is a great stock it stumbled a little bit let's put the chart up here uh it, it stumbled a little bit here i mean it, it came all the way to 78 i was in it but i was stopped out when it pulled back see i was riding it up what i typically do with stocks like this is if i'm long on them i'll just come in and then i'll just move my stop loss up and then i'll get it really tight and then it'll pull back and i'll be out um, and then, of course, it faltered. And, and, and usually this is a good way that you can adjust 
to take advantage of a stock that's moving like this. Now, the question is, did, has it reversed and is it going higher? Well, I'm a little bit concerned. I want to see how it trades tomorrow, but uh, if it trades strongly, uh, you know, you probably could buy it here. But I'm just really leery overall just because this is – I don't believe this is a real – I mean, this is a rally – but it's a relief rally. So it's not like the direction of the overall market has changed. The overall market is moving lower, but it doesn't go down straight. So it's going to come down and it's going to bounce and then possibly go higher. Um, somebody wants to talk about Teladoc. I've made, I made money uh, on Teladoc. I haven't owned it in a while, obviously. This is one of the magically collapsing stocks I don't expect Teladoc to be around as a stock more than about maybe two or three more years. I think this will be an acquisition. Um, somebody big will buy these guys, but this one is headed even lower, and, and if that's if that can be believed. I'll look at it on the daily chart, but let's go over the weekly chart for Teladoc and take a look. You know, at kind of the damage that we've been seeing. This one actually got as high as about three hundred dollars. That's amazing. That was back in December of 2020, and it's just been a it's just been a death you know it's been a um, uh, it's been a death cab ride ever since. I mean it's just gone down down down. Now I I shorted it here with a bear call spread here, and then I closed it. But uh, this one's gone even lower, and I think that uh, it may go if you want. But you know I probably wouldn't short this because all the meat is basically off of the bone. As you can kind of see, this has become sort of obvious. This one, even though they've got their sales going up and their profits going up, here's the problem. They they just can't, they, the, the P-E ratio, I want to show you that the P-E ratio on Teladoc, 317. So you can buy Chevron, which has a, which has a P-E ratio of like 16, <laughs> which basically is 120th of this. That produces all kind of cash, or you could buy this one, which is producing some cash, but it has a terrible PE ratio. So if you value it on the PE, and that's not necessarily a good way to do it, because that's looking, that's a backward-looking indicator. But if you value it on the PE with Teladoc, the value of this probably is one twentieth of the price. So currently, the price is. 32 $33. So if we looked at, if we divided that by 10, we would get $15. And if we divided that again by two to get 20, because it's going to be 20 less, we would get, um, you know, we, 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 we would get a, 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 a cost, a potential valuation of about $2 a share. So this one probably will go down. It may go down lower but I think this one is headed sub. Uh, I think this is easily headed sub um, uh, ten dollars. So not not a very good look. So if you're Intel doc, please sell uh, and retain some of your capital. I mean, you just really, really, uh, you really got to get out. Uh, <clears throat> I'm stuck in IMAP down eighty five. Uh, has had two soccer offerings. And unfortunately, Jim, this is why you got to do the, 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 this is why I'm so big on this rule um, of, of the, of, of the, of the 7% loss rule. And it's, it's painful. 
you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one that, you know, uh, says that, says that it isn't. I mean, it's, it's painful. I, I get stopped out all the time and I, and I sit there and I'm like, I thought the, the stock was so great. And then I get in it and boom, I'm, you know, I'm out. You know, so I just think you got it. I think you just got to close this one. Um, this, this is, this is a penny stock. And here's the thing. I know that it's very tempting to buy penny stocks. Believe me, when I first started trading, you know, back when the dinosaurs were ruling the earth, <laughs> um, I did a lot of penny stock stuff and I lost a lot of money. I made some money too. So don't, don't think I only lost money, but I, I it's just really, it's a, it's a tough thing, even in the oil and gas to go with a stock that's below $10. You just don't want to do it. Um, institutions will not typically buy a stock if it's trading below $10 a share. So I, I think what you got to do is probably, I would at least sell half. I would cut my losses here. Um, and, uh, I, you know, here's the thing. Even if oil recovers, it's probably best to cut your losses. You got to go with more quality. Uh, here you you got to go you got to go with more quality now there are some good quality uh, um, there's a many quality oil stocks but don't buy the undercapitalized ones that's another bad problem um, um, <coughs> that's another bad problem with some of these oil stocks is that they can be total junk uh, very easily <coughs> very very easily um, and uh, you know and a uh, question from uh, TikTok. Um, uh, TikTok did very well during the pandemic, but has been hammered recently. Yes. <coughs> and the reason is simple. There's no, uh, Teladoc has very little, um, has, has very, is, is not a, it, it, the barriers to entry to this Teladoc area are very low and people basically with Zoom that's HEPA compliant can basically get in there. And that's what's happening is that you're seeing a lot of telemedicine. It's going through the roof, but they're not doing it with Teladoc. So that's part of the reason. Um, I think I think it's uh, uh, here to stay, but, you know, <laughs> I think you got to be careful. I agree with Wayne here. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Mark here. You know, Teladoc, you know, um, you can make some money on the puts, but just you got to be fast because if this thing comes against you, if there's a if there's a if there's a move against you, it will it will take you out. But you can make money in the in the June puts. I agree with that totally. So that's a very good suggestion there for um, for Teladoc. Um, all right, so let's look at um, question thoughts on Nvidia. I bought it at one seventy three. Should I hold? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear that either. I, I'm I'm giving all this bad news. I don't like that. I, I want to be positive because you can always make you know. There's another. There's no wrong way to do the market. There's only you know, you know. There's no wrong way in the market is because you can make money going up and down. Here's the thing I think with Nvidia. Nvidia is a tremendous stock. It's a tremendous company. Uh, and you bought it at 173. Um, okay, now let's do the math here. Let's see if let's see if we can let's see if I can um, do the math. Uh, see if I can do the math here. Hold on one second. Uh, pull this up. Uh, let's do the calc. Let's go to the applications. 
and let's look for the calculator. Um, okay, there's the calculator. There we go. All right, so basically here's what here's what we're going to do. We're going to figure out whether or not we should hold NVIDIA or not. Let me show you how I would do the calculation. Um, you know, basically show you show you how I, I would do the calculation. All right, you indicated that you um, uh, you indicated you bought at one seventy five, one. I'm sorry, one seventy three. Excuse me, one seventy three. And currently, uh, it was it's selling at one eighty three. So let's get an idea. So you're down basically. Um, subtract one. So you're so you're so you're down basically five percent here. Okay. That you could hold if you wanted to. You could hold that. And it does look like we're getting a little bit of a bounce here. So you're definitely within the ratio that you could hold it. Um, anything more than about 7%, you want to start backing out of that. Actually, 8%, you definitely want to be out. But you could definitely hold this one. Um, uh, here's what I would do. I do think that it's showing, at least from, uh, at least from what I'm seeing, it's showing that it's, making the you know it's making the bounce down so let's let's look at it you notice how it's coming down and then it's rallying and it's coming down so it seems to be rallying to the 10-day line the question is can you hold it there i would here's the thing i i would set a stop loss at seven percent below where you bought it so here's what i would do on this one i wouldn't do anything but i would i would go um uh, you know, if if you if you bought it at 175, uh, I mean, if if you bought it at 173, then you're up. So uh, what I would do is I would sell half the position. That's what I would do right here. I would sell half the position, and um, I would I would sell half the position. So I would start to take profits. I would start to take profits on this one. That would be my that would be my my. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't take all the profits because you're only at five percent. But I would, I would, I would, um, I would consider taking profits. Um, you know, consider taking one half off. Because here's the thing: the the whole idea here is if we're wrong, um, you can always buy again. But you don't want to let that bounce go. You bought very well. So I would I would consider taking half off. I would I would I would consider taking half off here. Well, I'm almost out of time. Uh, let's see if we can take a few more questions. Thank you, thank you. Um, oh, uh, just saw a group you may belong to. Oh, hey, cool. Um, all right. Uh, oh, hey, there we go. Um, let's see. All right, let's take a look for Jeffrey at ARMC. Let's see if we can do that. Hold on. Uh, a R M C. See if we can get something good there, and go with that. All right. Um, and it's taking a second. Why is it? Oh, because well, because I fat fingered it. That's why. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This will come up here in just a second. A little bit of a slow, slow boat to China here, but let's see if it will give us. ARMC here. It's still trying to it's still trying to pull this one. So hopefully it'll come up here in just a second. Um 
Oh goodness, I'm sorry that this has taken me so long, but it just it just does not seem to want to come up. So, without further ado, sorry about that. I probably won't be able to get to that question. I wish I could get to them all, but I want to show you the stock. I want to show you the um, issues that I think are set up, and I think you could possibly look at. And I, once again, I'm just uh, kind of going over this one one more time here, <laughs> and that is these are stocks that have very high relative strength. I definitely think they're possibly viable. Of course, Chevron, Devon Energy, Sinclair, Dino, um, Murphy USA. These are the ones you want to kind of look at. Let's take a look at uh, Dino. I was shaken out of this one before, but I, I like it a lot because it's in the refining space and they make diesel. And the thing about it is that right now there's a shortage of diesel in the market. And I do think that this company has a good look on that. This is It's not really at a, at a, at a proper buy point. It's extended. But I do think that we're going to go higher on this one. It's Dino, D-I-N-O, is the one you want to take a look at. But I, I, I don't own it currently, um, but I definitely think, I definitely like the way it looks. Well, thank you, everybody, so much. By the way, uh, if you want to get on the action trailer, it's very, very easy to do. All you have to do is go to this address, which is www.dallastradingfloor.com. And uh, it, uh, you, you just need the first and last name and an email address, and you'll be on it. Uh, we do. I just wanted to do point out, we do have the heat map. I just changed the link, so we have the most current heat maps, which areas of the market are doing the best. That's on, just ha you have to go to www.dallastradingfloor, and then it, you'll look and you'll see it's the third button, and you can push that. So that's looking pretty good. Well, I'll be back tomorrow, of course, at uh, the same time. And that uh, will be five o'clock, in uh, five till five till about five forty-five. I uh, hope to see you back here. Um, my name is Jim Malone, and thank you. And by the way, if you could, this super helps me. Uh, if you could, you could, you could hit that like button. I really appreciate it. It uh, it definitely helps um, get us out to get, get us get us out to more people. So please hit that like button. Really, really appreciate that. And. Uh, uh, I will see you back here tomorrow. Happy trading.